is good, everyone, and welcome back to the Nostalgia Plus Ultra podcast. My name is Nostalgia. Joining me is As Told by Zoe. What's good, my guy? What's up? Hey, man, I'm super excited to be back recording uh, today. Happy birthday. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The day today we're recording is a Sunday. Uh, As we recorded today is my birthday. I turned 26 years old. I'm on the. I'm now on the back end of my my twenties, and I feel old. <laughs> I feel super old, but I mean, hey, I'll be there in a few. It months. is what it is. Uh, I'm. I know, right? <laughs> uh, I'm officially off my parents' insurance, so now I got to figure out that. You know, I'm officially like a grown adult now, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I'm just, you know, super excited to see another year around the sun. Uh, Super excited to still be doing this podcast. You know, this is episode 38, Mm -hmm. 39. I could be wrong, 38, 39. DreamCon is about a week and a half away. Damn. More than a a week and a half. It's almost like two weeks away. I know the schedule just got posted and all the events and stuff that's going on. So I know both of us are super excited to, you know, embark on that trip. Uh, yeah, just ready to, <laughs> I, was, I wasn't ready to just get everything going. It's weird. Like, like the leading up to the DreamCon stuff is always like a weird thing. Um, I kind of experienced it like from the outside looking in last year mm-hmm. when, you know, everybody that I was mutuals with was going and all that kind of stuff. And, I can see like the anticipation, the people like, you know, crunching for if they're doing cosplays or getting their events together. Uh, and then even you just people like talking about the con in general, like it's starting to get like exhausting before we even get to the con. Sure. <laughs> sure. But, um, but yeah, you know, I'm super excited to do that too. So that's probably where my, my birthday celebration is going to go. Uh, is most of that's going towards DreamCon, just having a good time there. It's been a good three days before we have to, you know, head back and, you know, get everything going on with the the end of summer so uh but yeah so this episode uh it's kind of like a mix of like a jukebox situation and uh our regular scheduled programming in terms of anime and nerd talk the (laughs) the topic at hand first that we need to talk about was something that again you know me and you, though, we don't really disagree too much on the pod mm. that much, mm. and most of our most of our opinions are pretty much similar. Or like, they might have some variation, but they're pretty much similar. Um, I think it's what like the third or fourth times we ever like truly disagreed on anything yeah. in the pod, on the pod, yeah. um, and it has to do with um, this this fucking Drake and Charles Gambino beef. I can't we can't even really call it a beef. It yeah. really isn't a beef. I it's. I don't get how it started. I guess they interviewed Bino and he said that This Is America was originally gonna be a Drake diss. And I don't know why. I don't, I guess there's, there's gotta be like another version of This Is America or just that song in general, like the like a demo tape or some kind of reference track that has something to do with Drake in it. That just eventually turned into This Is America. I just don't understand because what, like, why was Gambino going to diss Drake? Right, like, for what reason? 
I don't see him starting beef for no reason. I mean, yeah, there's obviously something there, but it just seems kind of out of left field. You know what I'm saying? And then he doesn't drop it, but then tells someone on an interview. Like, he had to have known that that was going to get back to Drake. I mean, obviously, yeah, 100%. It's like the same thing. I know it's not – I mean, it's not 100% the same thing, but it's it's in the similar step to, like, the Pusha T-Jim Jones beef where oh, yeah. Pusha T – Pushy like previews a song at this like at the with the Louis Vuitton like um yeah the fashion, fashion show. show and then just randomly drops in a bar about Jim Jones and then Jim Jones responds and then now all of a sudden there's a ignited rap which you know hey I think you know rap beef is part of just culture of rap in general yeah. that's fine I just don't understand I know and most of them come out of nowhere like obviously any kind of beef that comes out is out of nowhere with the exception of maybe like the Drake and Pusha T beef kind of didn't come out of nowhere because like Drake and Kanye had their issues and Pusha T's usually the one that like is the more, the guy that's wants, you know, to, to, to rap about people. And you know what I'm saying? Like that was kind of something you could see coming. I did not see like the Meek Mill and Drake beef had no idea that was coming. That was just out of the blue randomly. And then, this one, which isn't even, is never going to get to a beef where both of them are rapping on tracks about each other. Yeah. The only person that would do that would be Drake. Yeah, because uh, Gambino, I don't know if he's ever going to make another song again. <laughs> I mean, he might, but I just, now, I just didn't make sense. Before we get to the discussion, I ha- I have to preface before anyone, you know, misunderstands that <laughs> that I understand that Drake is considered not Drake is considered cuz then that 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 sounds like I don't believe in it. Drake is <laughs> probably top 10 all time. The lowest I'll go is like top 15. Okay. When it, it when I know uh, there might be people who's like, oh, but the technicality and this and that. No, there were, if we're talking about like hits and sales and popularity, there was at, at a point Drake was the most famous person on earth. Yeah, I think it's The Rock now, but like there was a point where he was everywhere, and I under yeah. and I understand that. <laughs> but but my. My disagreement does not come from that. Okay, so the, there's your preface. We need to talk about not even just the beef itself, but just the tweets that are coming out of the beef or just the takes that are coming out of the beef because there's one here that somebody was like, oh, the, the tweet was, this was not on the hip-hop, this was not the hip-hop beef I expected for 2023. Agreed. Quote tweet. Crazy because Gambino mops the floor with Drake quality-wise, and it's not even a competition. I'm going to start my uh, – even this talking about this this that tweet or that take, I'm going to start it with saying, are we for real right now? Like, just be – like, be for real for two seconds, right? Like, I – and this is coming from somebody that is a Childish Gambino fan. Yeah. Right, because the internet is one of my favorite albums of all time. Stone Mountain is one of my favorite mixtapes of all time. Yeah. Up there with Royalty as well. Yeah. Right. 
I, you know, there are some songs on camp that I like others. I would like to forget about, but I've been a Charles Gambino stand for a long time yeah. or fan for a long time. Yeah. Even Awaken My Love was a great album. Yeah. But if we're just talking about like discography versus discography and yes, we can, you can, I know what you're going to argue later. So I'll just go, I'm going to let you say that. But, uh, if we're just battling discography for discography, we cannot sit here and be like, oh, Gambino quality-wise is just absolutely mopping the floor with Drake. That's just not a true statement. It's not a true statement. I think I think now that I've had time to think about it, I genuinely think it is um it's a case of like Drake Drake has more albums, meaning Drake has more bad songs. Than, bigger sample size yeah yes 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 that that that's the the perfect way to put it um genuinely i think his last three albums although have some hits and her loss was pretty good it they're they are boring they are boring um except i mean uh fuck what was his house album called honestly never mind. honestly never mind interesting take on 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 like what what type of artist Drake is uh, execution not too great because Beyonce then drops her house album. immediately afterwards yes <laughs> and it's better um, yes uh, I I used to be I used to be a Drake I don't want to say Stan because then that makes me look sound like a K-pop fan. Um, he used to be my favorite, uh, back when, uh, his first, his first album, Take Care dropped. And, uh, that I would say from Take Care to, uh, if you're reading this, uh, that is prime Drake. Yes. I think even So Far Gone was a great album too. So you can really push it back there. Uh, yes, yes. So Far Gone is actually a very good album. Um, but then Views, to me, was the start of the end. Views is when, okay. he, is when he became corny. Okay. It's when he, obviously, because you could ask anyone that like likes rap, Views is just a radio playlist. And then most albums after that, have just been radio playlists. So from from in this discussion, where I'm coming from is Gambino is a more interesting artist than Drake. At this stage, yes, I think is in terms of just like they're like at from when Views came out to now, because Gambino's put out albums in that in that span of time as well. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give you that. I just think w- when we're comparing these artists, we just have to be for real for two seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously Drake has a bigger sample, sample size, size in terms of his album structures has, and this is overall number of songs he's put out in general. And I'll give you that his last three albums in terms of overall like front to back quality, Scorpion, Her Loss, and Honestly Nevermind. Front to back quality is not great. You forgot Certified Lover Boy. Certified Lover Boy as well for four albums, right? I just think that 
if you take his best stuff and put up against Gambino's best stuff, Drake still wins. And I know how you feel about a 35.21 as, as an album from Gambino. I, I listened to it all the way through a couple times, and then I got bored. I just for I literally forgot he made that album. I like. <laughs> I will agree that album is kind. There are a few songs in there that's an acquired taste. Um, there there is a song on there that like I can see people calling it just noise. I like yeah. I like that song. I I, for, I forgot <laughs> what number it is. It sucks because he he named it uh, the timestamps of the album. Um, yeah. But there are songs that I go back to on that album more than Drake songs. Um, 30, 35.31 is a banger. It's the fucking... The song is too long. No, no, no. The no. song is too long. The, the little foot, big foot, get out the way. I'm going to tell you how to oh, move okay. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song is fire. I don't care what nobody says. Now, wait, but here's... <laughs> But now here, here's the biggest issue. Most of my playlists scare the hoes. I'm not going to lie. So that's just kind of the music that I'm into. If you compare that kind of music to Drake, Drake doesn't even, Drake isn't for the hoes. Drake is the hoes. <laughs> so I mean so when you compare like hits yeah Gambino has 3005 and Redbone I guess is that a hit? Redbone yeah somebody say there's no way it's just those two hits 3005 was a hit it is a hit I'm saying I think I'm trying to say there's gotta be more than just those two songs or his hits but I, gotta I, be. those are the only two that like if you put them on, people won't be like, what the fuck? Because This Is America is a hit, but if you put that on, no one's going to vibe. This Is America is overrated. That's a terrible song. She, I don't, okay, <laughs> I don't think it's terrible. I don't think Fantano should have said it's the best song of the year came out. He said that? I think so. Holy shit. I don't think it's the best song. I don't even think it's Gambino's best song. But it's not. Ter- I don't think it's terrible. Not by it's not his best song by a mile. But I think it's ve- it was very. <laughs> this is, okay, why I say it's terrible is not because of the overall song quality. It's because when it came out, you could. It was a lot more. There was a lot more white people vibing to it than black people. That's why I say it's terrible. Okay. Like the reception of the song, like obviously we like we understand what he's trying to do. Yeah. We understand what he's trying to say in the song and the music video. We get it, right? Do so you think it was a virtual signaling fuel? For white people, yes. Uh, uh. <laughs> We're like, it's like, oh, like, you know, this song came out, it's just in the height of all this uh racism and, and sure. civil unrest and all this stuff. And then you saw it like once it got to CNN, C uh CNN. Once it got to SNL, it was over. Once This Is America did got put per- on SNL, he performed it, it on was SNL? Over. No, they did a skit of it. Oh. Uh, I think. That's that's whack. 
as soon as that shit went on SNL, I was like, yeah, this this song is cooked. Okay. Get the shit out of here. Okay. Side argument that has to do with this argument. What's worse, that or Donald Trump hotline bling? <laughs> oh my god. Both on <laughs> SNL. Cause wait, cause oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's a good question. I didn't. I don't know which was one's worse. I think, I think SNL. Honestly, SNL. This is America might be worse. I because, don't. I don't remember what they said on that one. Hold up. <laughs> this is America. SNL might be worse. America. Unless my memory's off, they had to have done something. I forgot. Hold on. No, he performed it. Did he perform it, or did they do a skit of it? No, he performed it. That's what it was. There's, uh, okay. let me look up SNL. This is America skit. No, 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 no. They, they performed it. There, there was no skit, but they did a skit. There was no skit. They okay. did a skit with Trump. You used to call me on my cell phone. <laughs> Bruh, I'm, okay, so I typed it in on YouTube, right? This is America SNL. <clears throat> Look at this shit. Weekend, four years ago, weekend update. This is America wins song of the year. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, okay, I, I, I agree. I don't think it's song of the year. I can't come back to it, like, now. Because, I honest, yeah. honestly, coming back to it now, it's like, that's like, I guess, like, at face value, it sounds bad, what we're saying, but, like, <laughs> It's kind of cringy. I'll agree. A, a little bit. When it first came out, I was like, okay, yeah, this is a, a, a song. The music video has a lot of hidden meanings in it. And, it, and I thought it, like, I thought it was cool that time. like six different rappers were on it just to do ad libs. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was cool. I thought that was cool. But like, just, uh, okay, we're going to go down. Just going back to just the original topic at hand, when it comes to just overall quality of hits all right so if you look i know this is not a, uh, a great reference point or just leaving like but it gives you a good framework i guess of all hits so if you go to apple music and you go to the donald glover or charles gambino essentials mm-hmm. right redbone this is america redbone's fire this is america we already talked about it mm-hmm. feels like summer is a banger mm-hmm. time with Ariana Grande. It's a good song. Good song. But not as big as it, people... People aren't going to remember that song not. that much. Yeah. 3005. Hit. Obviously a big hit. Sober, which is a song that's very good, and it could come it could come on and people would like it, but nobody's actively like, oh, yeah, I remember that song. You see what I'm saying? I, no, okay. See, this is... I, I agree with you. I From Sober all the way down in this Essentials playlist... Not a lot of people were going to remember a lot of songs. Even Sweatpants. That Sweatpants was kind of big. Yeah. Like, even... Like, there are some songs on here that are some of my favorites from him ever. Like, Telegraph Ave, Me and Your Mama, Sweatpants, Pop Thieves, Terrified. You know what I'm saying? These are all great songs. Yeah. There's the one one I was talking about when I tweeted you about it. 12.38. That song is too fucking long. 
the entire time, I'm just waiting for 21 Savage's verse. Really? I'm not going to lie to you. I like, but I like, I'm being dead serious. I like what Bino's saying. I, I, he's I, singing in it. I don't dislike what he's saying. I'm just saying, like, the song is just too long. Like, his verse drags. Damn. That is, I, and I, agree. I, I love that song. Savage's verse. He's already, wait, let me see. Hold on. Drop it up. Let me see that. <laughs> that song is too long. Hold on. I need to see the timestamp on this. Hold on. It is long. It is long. I agree, but it just doesn't drag for me. Yeah, it's just it's like six minutes, dude. Oh, no. Yeah, and the first Twenty One Savage comes in with like it's a two s- minutes left, like an hour, a minute and a half left. It's six minutes and thirty thirty two seconds. It's long as fuck. <laughs> but I don't know. But it's just- so are some of the greatest songs ever, like Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven is like seven minutes. The length of a song doesn't matter. At least to I me. Guess. At least to me. I know. And here's the thing: if you look down, that's fine. If you look, that's fine. I, if you look down Drake's essentials, everyone's gonna know every song. Of course, <laughs> of course. But genuinely, I don't think hits mean you're a better artist that's also a fair point because like i mean i don't want to get crucified here but like taylor swift i'll admit she has some (laughs) hits yeah not hits like oh she sold hits like if they come on at a white girl party i'm like okay okay i'll be singing yeah. Uh, even some of her soft songs. She has a song with Bon Iver that's really good. I think she's good. Is she 114 million uh, units sold good? I don't, I don't think so. But but she sells because <laughs> she has stands. Yeah. And and that's also so like that's also true. I feel like there are better artists than Taylor Swift. But she's marketable. And that's the thing that I think Drake does the best. Drake knows how to market. Drake announces fucking ugly ass album cover for Certified Lover Boy. And people ate that shit up. He put a stupid hair in his heart and people tried to copy him. This guy, <laughs> oh, the he, fucking heart. He knows, he knows how to market. Childish Gambino's whole thing since camp was that he raps for uh, black nerds. So, if, yeah. so of course he's not marketable. I okay. Well, I think camp was specifically for that, but I think once camp dropped, and camp was notoriously just like fucking, it got killed review wise. Yeah, I remember. I remember that it got killed review wise. I think. After that point, he started taking music more seriously, and then it would have been a situation where he could have became a lot more marketable, especially when because the internet came out because I was Grammy nominated. Yeah, it but, lost to Eminem. Right, he was one of those people that um, just doesn't really like the spotlight too much. Yeah, and so he went like a lot of his a lot of his stuff. He could kind of went into hiding. Was did really didn't make too many like public appearances. Like he did a he did a, like a crazy rollout for because the internet. 
with like the whole Roscoe's wetsuit thing. Yeah. And then plus the plus like some of the other uh, what was it clapping for the wrong reasons and then uh have like producing a screenplay for the album itself that released when the album came out like that was like a huge and plus like 3005 took off as a song but after that point most of the time he wasn't really active you know what i'm saying like active in the spotlight with that, that he generally just like got from because of the internet you know what i'm saying but also it's 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 a yeah he had a crazy rollout for because of the internet but i he wasn't doing that in the same reasons why drake does stuff right he did that because he had an he had an idea and the only people who were interested in looking up the screenplay looking up clapping for the wrong reasons um the the fucking song where he's rapping in the pool uh Bafik Koto what's it called Yafik Koto Yafik yeah. Koto like that all that's cool as fuck and it's something me like someone like me and you can appreciate the reason Drake is so famous is cuz Drake doesn't do that shit Drake understands that most of his fans and I don't want to sound pretentious I'm not calling people dumb it's just most of his fans won't search that out. They listen to music just to listen to music. Yeah. So I just, again, because the internet, Grammy nominated a great album, one of my favorite albums, still not as marketable as Little Baby Drake looking at the clouds, which came out around the same time. Yeah. 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 You know? And, and that's genuinely, genuinely, that's why I think Drake has more hits. Even though all his songs sound the fucking same now. Yeah, like, can we can we talk about Search and Destroy really quick? That song sucks. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my fucking God. I, I, bro, my friend Mimi, was, I was talking to her the other day, and she was like, oh, my, I listened to Search and Destroy. It's so good. And I'm like. It no, sucks, it's dude. It's so bad. Like. I think at this point it's like people I don't know. This you gotta be a shill, a Drake shill. I just don't I don't understand. The song sucks. I just think I just think I just but again, I just think he makes easily digestible music. Oh yeah. And I hate I hate saying this because <laughs> because I I'm not above digest easily that bro. Too sexy, I I genuinely like that song. Yeah, when we went to Quisa's wedding when that song and it, when it came out in the club, I was going crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So I'm not saying I don't like Drake, even his yeah quote unquote boring albums. There's songs I like on there. Right. I I am the first person to defend pop music. I'm not above easily digestible music. I that's I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on anyone's tastes. I just genuinely think he's not interesting anymore, at least. Anymore. Oh, this is what I talked about with. Okay, this is what I talked about when we were talking about Jack Harlow, right? Because essentially, because you think about Jack Harlow's music, and you obviously see the Drake comparisons there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Drake once once views hit and your opinion on views 
is a little bit different than mine. I think that album is a little bit over is overhated. I think that album is overhated. I think a big contributor to views either not doing well or people not receiving it as well is because that was it dropped right on that gap between when uh, iTunes and Apple Music was launching. Yeah. Yeah. So like it was like a weird kind of situation where people were either had to buy it on iTunes or stream on Apple Music. Like it was a weird div- yeah. I feel like a lot of the And it was Apple exclusive. Album, it wasn't on Spotify yeah. for a few months. Exactly. I think that that's what kind of hurt the album a little bit. Sure. Just in terms of reception. Sure. But that one I think was the plateau that Drake hit when it came to overall just like cuz you know at at some point when you you rap about, you know, how when you make it or how much money you're going to get or the pitfalls of rising to fame, right? You become less relatable when you get there. That that is the the biggest thing. I remember when Drake was you know Oh, I'm looking through his thing. Laugh now, cry later. Fire song. Fire song. Great song. Like Drake still has hits. Like I'm, I'm not gonna sit here. I'm not gonna sit here and say LeBron isn't the best player in the fucking world. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Even, even if I'm uh, arguing against it, you, you, you're right. You got to be fucking serious. Um. <laughs> my biggest thing was with with views was that's when before streaming took over um you know i'd be on dat piff i'd be on like music forums and i'd be getting leaks and shit all the songs that leaked that were supposed to be before views was views it was going to be called views from the six and the songs that were supposed to be on views from the six were songs like girls from uh girls love beyonce can I, uh, uh, the motion, uh, trust issues. Like it was kind of supposed to be dark. It was kind of supposed to be like, like, Oh, fame is cool. But like at what cost? And then the first yeah. single he drops, he used to call me on my cell phone. I was like, what the fuck? Personally, personally, big personal thing. I felt betrayed. (laughs) There are, and again, there are fire songs on that album. But the biggest thing when I was a Drake stan, me and my friends used to talk about how relatable he used to be. How relatable he was currently at that time yeah. when I was a Drake fan. And I felt related. Even with Girls Love Beyonce. I fucking love that song. And then he starts, you know, views. It it literally, like, the the album cover is a little, um, like, symbolic. Like, who the, f- like, no normal person can sit on top of the fucking whatever tower that is. Yeah. And that go I'm not saying like I'm not saying like oh Drake is looking above us. No, I'm just saying like Drake is famous now. And so he's gonna rap about famous shit. And yes, there are good songs on that Feel No Ways. I still like that song. 100%. There are good songs on that album, but it becomes it becomes boring when every album after that becomes about the same shit. Yeah, and I think it's just like hard. You know, you once you you hit the plateau of like I've already said what I needed to be said. This needed to be said, 
And so now I'm trying to like find a new, not a new sound per se, but a new topic to talk about. And, you know, some people do a really good job with to talk about expensive shit. There's a few, I'm trying to think of artists that come to mind that do that. And I and they do a really good job of it. Hold on. I'm trying to think. Like Tyler, the creator, for, for yeah, example. Doug. Tyler, the creator, Tyler, the creator oh, talks Tyler, about sure. real expensive shit in his songs. Like talks about the cars he drives, Julia wears, the clothes he, the clothes he buys, the trips he takes, all that stuff, right? He could do that for the rest of his career now, and I will not get tired of it. Same thing with Pusha T. You talk about cocaine. Because, <laughs> because they're more interesting artists. <laughs> they they switch their flows. They switch the beats they rap on. And, uh, like, Tyler, that's, like, alt-rap. You know, people will argue, like, oh, he's kind of, like, alternative rap, like, whatever yeah even though even though i think i think genuinely he deserves to be considered like just yeah, rap yeah. rap um but let's go with push a t push a t is there's there's no skirting around it his beats are just more interesting and his wordplay is just more interesting yeah which which goes back to my uh, Childish Gambino comparison. Yes, he has corny lines. Lines cornier than said that you're a lesbian girl, me too. Oh, he has way cornier lines than that. Especially on camp. Oh my God. <laughs> but I just, I, I'm trying to find the right words. I just find it more, I get, again, for lack of a better word, I just find it more interesting. The artistry is interesting. I think it's, yes. I mean, you know, obviously the, with other artists and I'll take, you know, Tyler, the creator's example, Charles Gambino is a big example. Uh, Pusha T, not as much, but you know, he kind of, not necessarily, not necessarily falls that same realm as Drake, but he's you know a little bit different. Um, when it comes to just the artistry and creativity, right? Cause you get situations where with Drake, it's like, if Drake was rapping on all soul soul sample tracks and like actually rapping, not talking about just doing whatever he's been doing for a while, yeah. like actually rapping, right? Sure. That might be a situation where I would never get tired of it. But because Drake is Drake, he's gonna make he's gonna put out songs that are gonna get radio plays, they're gonna get high streams, they're gonna get yeah. uh viral plays, they're gonna be for the hoes, they're gonna get played in the club. You know what I'm saying? Those yeah. kind of songs <clears throat> It's like that's that's what he's gonna be known for moving forward yeah. for the rest of his career. You get people like Tyler Crater where, you know, he starts legitimately learning how to make songs, adding bridges to his to his songs and hooks and choruses. Then once he like, you know, learns to do it on Cherry Bomb, then he uh completely flips the script like after uh Flower Boy and makes Igor, which is all synth and more like electronic type uh type vibe then switches up again and goes with a gangster grills mixtape vibe where he's just just rapping for real yeah and so you get a different side of the artist every time even though they might be talking about the same thing and mm. i will applaud i applaud drake in honestly never mind like i genuinely think that was a good idea for him to do because because yes. i feel like the, the role, more, it, 
it's just weird. The the he went to the utmost extreme in terms of changing his sound because the most logical thing for him to have done probably was just make an entire R and B album where he's just singing. That would have made more sense. Sure, but I, I I remember the whole thing was he was dropping it for um Virgil who had just recently passed away. Yeah, he was. So I I I genuinely I was one of the defenders. I was like. You guys, everyone that's hating on this album, you guys are not, like, you're not appreciating music. But that is who Drake makes music for. They don't want anything different. Yeah. It's the same people who are, who listen to a 26-song album by Lil Uzi Vert and don't get tired of it. It's the same kind of, it's the same kind of people. And, and again... I don't want to shit on your music taste. If you listen to music just to listen to it, just, you know, that's fine. You do what you, what makes you happy, what brings you comfort in this world of ours. <laughs> but if, if I'm going to be in a discussion about this kind of stuff, I will bring that up. Yeah, 100%. I think just, you know, the artistry factors in it. You know, the... There are so many artists right now that I think are a lot more interesting in that regard when it comes to making music. Like, if you... And, it, I, and again, both of us don't want to come off as being very pretentious when it comes to music or trying to gatekeep or trying to... Like, you know, like be like, I'm more whatever yeah. in my in my fandom or my <laughs> my taste than you are. Like, I, you know, it comes back to the chicken tenders debate. But it's... Um, but like, there are other, there are definitely a lot more artists out there that are way more interesting than the ones that are a lot more mainstream. But they're mainstream for a reason. You know what I'm saying? They're mainstream for a reason. You know, like people need that kind yeah. of. Like you yeah. know, the, I know you said like easily digestible music, right? Like I'm no stranger to it. Like, fucking, the Hillbillies by Baby Keem and yeah. and, and Kendrick Lamar. Like that song is a very easily digestible song. That song is going to stay Fire. in my rotation for a very long time. Like, I will Fire. always play that song when it comes, like, no matter what. <laughs> you know me, brother. I'm a, I'm a newfound baby keen exactly. stand. I just think Fire. You, know, you take it to me like, um, like Smino, for example, right? Or even Smino and JID, for example, right? Two different sides mm. of a spectrum in terms of um, mm. artistry. One of them is, you know, was kind of brought up in, like, the Atlanta trap scene, but raps, you know, has a lot more, I hate to say lyrical miracle, but in a sense, that's what he was doing for a while. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but is able sure. to yeah. Yeah. still change some artistry. And like, you know, the, the Forever Story is a phenomenal album. Because even, and he like, he doesn't necessarily like change the style, but he refines the ones that he had to make a really good album. You take Smino who's jazzy R&B more influences, but still can rap his ass off, has not missed on an album yet. Because yeah. the artistry and the sound, you know what I'm saying? It's different. It's new. It's something that yeah. it's, you're not, it's not going to sound the same every single time you turn on, you, you turn on a song from him. So. I think, I think that you, now that you bring it up, I think JID is the like perfect blend of the two because he has a few hit, you know yeah. hit, not as big as drake but like he has a few hits 
and and he's big enough that you know he raps on a song for arcane yeah and fucking kills it honestly like i i genuinely think he has the artistry but he is it's also i think he kind of knows how to market himself as well because like yes he'd be rapping his ass off but then he, he his set at rolling loud is he looks at the crowd and goes this song has one word and i need you to just say stick stick and he has the whole crowd singing yeah that's paul yeah exactly but now, I, I just, look, go ahead, just go gambino ahead. doesn't have that i'll agree with that yeah i think it's just terms of i don't know i just think the the phrase you know his overall quality is wiping the floor with Drake just isn't a great comparison. That okay, that might be hyperbole. <laughs> but you know how but people as, are on Twitter? That's not hyperbole. Yeah. People are being dead ass serious. Yeah, they I I just I genuinely think that person said that because they're a Gambino fan without lo- doing what we did today, looking at, you know, the Drake's essentials. Yeah, having a serious conversation about it. Oh, I, I was gonna I was gonna bring this up earlier. Um, there there is a time and place for any kind of music. You are not gonna be in a car with your friends and a few girls playing uh, "Awaken My Love." You know, unless it's Redbone, but even then, no. But even then, it's like you. I, I'll never forget. Uh, Joey Badass and Denzel Curry on live. They they were like talking about something, and Joey Badass was like, "Oh yeah, th- they play me in the club." And Denzel's like, "They do not play us in the club, bro. <laughs> we are not club music. Not even close. They're playing, they're playing Drake and Future. Nobody is getting hyped to Joey Badass songs." <laughs> he was right though. Which. Which I, I agree, the only the only shit that people were getting hyped to because I I don't think if you play that now I feel like it's an oldie. The only shit that people will turn up to is three thousand and five. And even then, like it had like a great a great stint at the time, but people aren't actively going to play it. Like you're not going to hear it in a even in like the the like the white bars and you know other people. Then you're not going to hear three thousand and five. Like I said, if you do, it's it's because they're playing songs from ten years ago, because that album is ten years old. <laughs> oh boy, but yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was pretty funny. I just, you know, the the Drake the Drake debate is always a, a weird a weird one because you get the people that think he can do no wrong, and then other people are just like the people think he's trash. Now, at least, he, and it's like he, that's why I brought up. That's why I brought up LeBron earlier. He is the LeBron of music. Where where LeBron has his diehard fans. He's one of the great fans. of all time. Yes. He has his diehard fans, but then he has his diehard haters. I, you know me. I personally don't like LeBron James, but I'm not an idiot. He is one of the best basketball players of all time. <laughs> You cannot deny it. Same thing with Drake. Yes. I may not be his biggest fan, 
but he is one of the best rap artists of all time. I'll say rap artists, because, you know, if I say rappers, everyone's going to be like, oh, Jay-Z, Eminem, Tupac, Biggie. Like, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. He is one of the best hip-hop artists of all time. Yeah. And it, that's, that is final. Yeah, 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 I think that's a that's a valid statement. It's just really funny. The it's there's no in between when it comes to conversations about him. He's either he's uh the the goat and he can do no wrong and every track he he turns in is is gonna be gold immediately and then there's people who think he's overrated and he sucks and there's no middle ground. I I'm probably I definitely am in the middle ground where it's like he has nothing Same. else to yeah. talk about. Same and hasn't really changed up his artistry too much. Which you know, sometimes there are some songs that I think are great that don't that don't really have any kind of different artistry. Bro, Jumbo Tron popping shit is one of my favorite songs of the past couple years. Yeah, it's good, and it's not Drake or even really rapping for real. It's him rapping like a Playboy Cardi clone with some auto tune, like kind of you know what I'm saying, and with with another Playboy Cardi clone doing ad libs for him in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever um bro certified lover boy was 21 songs that that's, that's another the biggest thing. reason why it wasn't good that's another thing all his song all his albums recently wow i only kept i've been so fucking five long, songs dude. i only kept five songs from her loss that's not true that's not true i like that album Oh, they're separated. <laughs> What's the complete album? Oh my gosh. It's her lost 16 songs. Uh honestly never mind. It was 14 songs. Uh Certified Lover Boys 21. I think his shortest album in the recent years was Dark Lane Demo Tapes. Never mind. It was 14 yeah. fucking songs. But even still though, probably one of his shorter ones. Dude. This is yeah, it goes on with our 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 take about album length. I think Certified Lover Boy would have been a good song. You got there's a bunch of songs you got to take out though. I fucking forgot he made a song with Kid Cudi. Holy shit! Even after dissing him on Two Birds One Stone, that shit's hilarious. Also, okay, wait. You know what I thought was real corny? What? Here's the thing. As as I as I get older. There, there is, it's kind of sad that you just notice that artists just do corny shit and it's just something you got to go. You can't say like this one person is corny. They're all corny. Yeah. You only live twice. <laughs> Dog, you are the YOLO guy. He made that song, didn't he? And then, and a, then. Have a... And then on Certified Lover Boy, you only live twice with Lil Wayne again. <laughs> hey, that that just goes to show that I'm, that proves to me as someone who likes paying attention to industry, any industry, just media in general, pop culture. That tells me you're only looking for the bag. You're not really trying to make a good song you just want people he is marvel wait hold on hold on hold on, hold on. are you saying you only live twice as a bad song please don't tell me you're saying that it's it's fine it's a fine song 
come on. It's it's not bad. That song's hard. It's not bad, <laughs> but it's literally him bringing out his Tobey Maguire and his Andrew Garfield. So so people can be like, he's doing the thing. He's doing the thing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Also, oh man, why is it the 18th song? Why couldn't it have been the 10th song in an album of 12 songs? <laughs> it's 21 songs, man. Oh, I don't man. remember half of these. <laughs> okay, so just going down the list of this, okay? Champagne Poetry, Good great song. song. Poppy's Home, I like the song, probably could have... Done without it, maybe. Girls want girls. Get that shit out of here. Here's um, the, here's the, before the we go before we go to the here. rest. Girls want girls. Everyone clowned on it, but at the end, it worked in Drake's favor because it has a star next to it. And the only people, the only reason people remember it, is because of the said that you a lesbian girl, me too, and people are like, ah ha ha, that's that's so corny. It's a catchy song. It's yeah, catchy. The yeah, more people make fun of it, the more people make fun of it, the more people listen to it. Yeah. So it doesn't fucking matter what you say about it. Drake's still making money. That's fair. But you got, so, uh, Girls Want Girls, get out of here. In the Bible, get it get out, out of here. here. I don't like it. Uh, Love All of Jay-Z is a great song. It was I good. like that song. Fair Trade. I don't remember it's, it. It's a single. It's not bad. Travis God's verse is fine. Um, probably it's like a it was a lead single ish, so you can probably keep it. Way too sexy, keep it. That song's fire. <laughs> that song is too fire. I don't care if people are like, oh, he's sampling way too sexy. He's into I I don't care. Don't it's care. fire. <laughs> um, TSU. I would say I like the song, but they got to get I rid like of it, it because it because it takes a minute and a half to get started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In too deep. Yeah, in too deep. Get it out of here. Mm-hmm. Pipe down was fire. Uh, Yeba's heartbreak. Keep it. Um, I don't no remember those the industry. Two. Pipe down was good. It was the um, like the beat for pipe down is crazy. And then Yeba's heartbreak. Yeba's just a really good singer. She has like, yeah. her. The song is kind of sad, but um, no friends. It was kind of a hit. No friends. Yeah, no friends. In the industry was is was, was fine. Knife talk is fine. Um, seven a, seven a.m. on Birdie Path, right? Keep it because that's Drake legitimately rapid for real. Yeah. Uh, Race my mind is actually a very underrated song. It's very dude, underrated. Dude, I honestly think from fifteen to, to twenty. From minus, yeah. minus you only live twice. Can can just leave. Yeah, the remorse, fucking fans. I miss you too. Get along better. Fountains can go. And you're looking at like a a fourteen. You're looking at like a twelve song album, which would be fine. Yeah, yeah. and it would have been received way better. Minus the stupid ass art. <laughs> also, oh boy, is no one gonna is no one gonna point out how creepy? fucking fans is uh, is that am i am i alone in that 
No, no, no. You're not alone. But no it's one pointed weird. it out because it's LeBron. I mean, that the the Teflon that Drake is made out of is definitely there. Yeah. Because because then because literally the today today this morning I've been I've seen like tweets people like you I see at least one Drake being a pedophile tweet at least once a week. Oh, that see that that's another. It's it's rough, but it doesn't it, stick. It doesn't stick ever. Yeah, like obviously people on Twitter are going to get a lot of likes and retweets, and people are going to talk about it a lot. But it's never going to stick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if bro, and that's another thing. If if it if if it like came out, I would be I even I would be surprised because I think most of these jokes are like just kind of fucking with him. Even though yeah, some, but then uh... there's some creepy things. Yeah, because then you get to the, the whole like the Millie Bobby Brown thing is super weird, and then like the way he probably should have just phrased this better, and I could be just playing the benefit of the doubt, which could get me in some trouble. But he says something about like his some of his his love for girls high school basketball, and that phrase in general is just very bad. Like he could yeah. just be like, I liked, I enjoy. He could have said, I enjoy going to. The lo- like local high school watching basketball high school basketball games, he could have just said that. Yeah, but specifically going hit like love for girls high school basketball, which is is like big yikes. <laughs> is there just something about cele- are all celebrities just weird? Yeah, that's why you, I can't. I I, I can't go through another celebrity I like just being a weirdo Matt Healy was my last straw (laughs) like come the fuck on man you you make pop music there's no reason for you to be on a fucking podcast talking about ice spice stick to making pop music yeah I just think you know you gotta one. You gotta think that those celebrities are also, you know, human beings too. But also, you just gotta assume they're all good. They're all gonna be weird up front. That way, your expectations never get subverted. But that's the thing. <laughs> you say you gotta. You gotta remember that they're human beings. I've never scratched that. I haven't met too many of these weirdos. You know. Yeah. There's only one person I've met in my entire life gotta, that I should be afraid of. You, you feel me? And half of these fucking celebrities, I should be afraid of. <laughs> oh, boy. And it extends to YouTubers, too. <laughs> Which is why being a stand is just not... Yeah. There's no point. I, I like the music of these people, but being a stan of someone is just like. Because I honestly, this whole conversation, I forgot that that Drake was kind of a creep. See, you see how that happens, right? Yeah. It's just I don't know. You just it's just one of those things. And it's it's he's I don't unless like some kind of tell all 
special comes out about his antics. Yeah. I don't think it's going to stick, which is unfortunate. Like, I'm going to make sure I get that out of the way right now. That's very unfortunate and kind of fucked up. Yeah. I genuinely, I hope it's just him just being kind of weird. Misspeakings, misunderstandings. Um, hope, hopefully, I ju- I like. Not because, again, not because I'm a Drake stan. I just hope that whenever he was texting Millie was because he weirdly thought like, oh, you know, Big Brother. Yeah, hopefully, and, just and he it didn't have being just awkward. Yeah, and he didn't have any ulterior motives because that would just be sad. Very unfortunate. Yes, that would um, suck. Yeah, 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 I just, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. But, um, let's see what time. I mean, we talked about this for a lot longer than I thought we would. Gambino has, no one said anything creepy about Gambino, not that I've heard of, so uh, I win. Uh, I mean, not anything of that nature, but just more so, um, he's not, black women aren't too fond of him. (laughs) Yikes. And I'll stand on some of his. I won't even call him antics. Because they're not antics. He's just, he's just, and there's nothing he's ever really said that's pretty damning. It's just the vibe. He used to rap about Asian, of, Asian girls a lot. Yeah, people bring up his stand up a lot when he talks about like the N word, which, whatever. Um, they talk about, uh, <laughs> talk about, talk about, uh, like, liking Asian women or, his that that I feel like Camp just did him so like Camp was just not the right album for him to put out if he ever wanted to be serious about anything. It it came out at a I I will say it came out at the right time, but that time isn't now. Again, you feel me? It didn't like age at, well. At the, okay, that is yes, that is the word I was looking for, or the phrase I was looking for. At the time, I was a fucking freshman in high school, and I was like, "This album, this album's amazing." <laughs> I'm not thinking about anything else. Just album's so good. <laughs> and then, you know, as an adult, you know, I, I want to listen to Heartbeat, but then, thinking of life experiences, you're kind of like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the only song on that album that I come back to will be "That Power" because I, think I like the the song that itself and the is outro good. is pretty pretty cool. There are there are a few songs on there I like. I don't like "Bonfire" anymore. Bonfire, that, get, that, yeah, get that out of here. It's too much 2012. I'm about to go hard. Type. <laughs> Yo, um, DJ, but, drop this beat. I'm about to yeah. spit. Type shit. Yeah, it's just. When it comes to, I guess, Gambino's whole vibe with him, and again, like, you know, he's not, black women aren't too fond of him because of stuff like that. And then you get, you know, his, this weird, I can't remember for what magazine he was, he was doing something for, but he was essentially, they did the, in a very artistic choice of having Gambino interview himself. Right. And one of the questions that he asked himself was, are you scared of black women? And I cannot remember the actual answer he gave, but it just did not make sense. 
your face is killing me. Man. Uh, your face all, is also, also, all celebrities are just weird, bro. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> you think he was? You think he was just trying to be funny? Yes. I mean, he just trying to be funny. In- interviews himself. himself. His wife isn't Asian, is she? No. I thought okay, I, I don't. That, I don't that, think she's black, but she's his. His wife is a person of color, but I don't know. If, if they're black or Asian, but I do know they're personal. Here's color. the thing. Hey, cause he, cause then that, that turns into a weird thing. Wait, what is this? He interviewed himself for interview. Oh, this is oh. the, the weird, the weird photo shoot where he was an angel in the diaper with the football pads on. Yeah. Oh, I remember these fucking pictures. This was last year. Yes. Hold on. <laughs> Donald Glover. Where are we right now? Donald Glover on my farm. What's on this table? With Okay, hold up, hold up. I guess I don't love interviews, and I ask myself, why don't you like interviews? Whoa, Jesus Christ. This is so hard to read. Yeah. I really want to find that. Is privacy so important? Robert Redford. Uh, still making music and worried about getting canceled. Oh wait, are you worried about getting canceled? I think that's a that's the game. A lot of people out here are celebrities, so their value is in people liking them. I believe that my value is my vision, so I have to make something good enough and just be human. You can get torn apart for anything, true or not, huh? What do you think of cancel culture? Yuck! Can we not? This is weird. <laughs> Super weird. I think it's in that interview, though. I could be wrong, but there's literally there was literally a situation in which he was asked about either he asked himself or he asked a question about black women and doesn't answer it. He just kind of deflects. It was like, "Are you afraid of black women?" And the answer the answer he gave was, "Who said I was afraid of black women?" And that's it, or I, something like that. I just found it. I just found it. Are you afraid of black women? Why are you asking me that? I feel like your relationship to them has played a big part in your narrative then he answers himself saying i feel like you're using black women to question my blackness but you see how stupid that sounds and then the next question is all right are you going to teach your kids how to be black and then he answers himself saying well yeah should someone else You see how stupid that interview is? <laughs> because is at no point, because at no point, like obviously yes, like a part of Gambino's aesthetic or just total overall like narrative when it comes, especially when it comes to his musical stuff, right? And even in, in his acting career as well, was always the, the situation where he, you know, grew up was black and grew up around around a lot of white people, right? Mm-hmm. Which is something at the time that I personally related to. Right? Sure. But then you kind of grow up and you meet different people out in the world and you kind of, you kind of, I don't know, you kind of get some new perspectives on stuff and you see that blackness in general comes in all different forms and in, and in, in different experiences and shit like that. Right? 
So, sure. we're, so like the the issue was was just, I don't know where it came to. I don't know why the conversation turned this way, but it's just whatever it is. It didn't make sense. Like obviously, the jokes he's made in the past about you know who he's dated or whatever, and even mm-hmm. and even in some of his music videos that he's had, like even the Yafet Kodo video, like the girl he's messing with isn't uh, black. The mm. the only girl that shows up in Clapping for the Wrong Reasons is Abella Anderson, who's Puerto Rican, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like he's just kind of, the, the question just made no sense. Like the question he asked himself made no sense. Because it's like, you could... yeah. Because like one was is was there ever a serious like conversation that he's had or any kind of crazy statements or any kind of incidents when it came to his either disdain or love for black women like there's never I've never seen it and then for him to to double down and be like I feel like you're using black women to 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 say I'm anti black or some shit it's like whoa who said that. Mm. Who's saying that? Mm. Yeah, it's just weird. It, man. It's, it's just it's weird. odd. I I feel like I feel like it's almost like a a logic thing where like you know everyone everyone clowns logic for the whole biracial thing, but I bet yeah, him growing up like not growing up. I bet. When he was rapping about all that shit, he had, like, different intentions. Like, he didn't really mean... You feel me? So, like, Gambino asking himself that question, he thought he was doing something, but, you know, kind of just didn't land. You feel me? Or maybe it was, like, misinformed. I feel like that is more of a humans are 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 celebrities are humans than just oops I'm texting little girls or oops I'm talking about ice spice you know <laughs> yeah um I guess the logic thing is funny too because he didn't use to talk about it that much until he got bigger until everybody until he made but i mean an, an album about experiencing different race cultures yeah like he obviously in his earlier mixtapes he mentions it and you know kind of talks about the issues he had with his mom you know what I'm saying? Or, mm, and then like, yeah. you know, his issues coming up as a as an artist, people thinking he was a white rapper, right? Him feeling alienated that way. But it was just something that was part of his narrative that wasn't harped on that much. And then he gets to the album yeah. Everybody, and then it's like, what the fuck are we talking about right now? Yeah. What are we doing? I, I we we talked about rappers and then we talked now we talked about <laughs> rappers and race i know you wanted to get to some anime shit and we're back uh some slight technical difficulties so 
Uh, we've probably been talking long enough anyway, so, so it's probably going to be a situation where you probably just kind of call it. Um, but yeah, I think next week we'll probably get into more of the uh, anime talk. I know there's a lot more. There's an anime that's come out this past week uh, that I'm super excited for. I know Zoe's, Zoe's excited for it as well. So we're going to you know, talk about the ones that we're watching and maybe some ones that we're going to think about picking up because there's definitely some interesting ones on the list. And some ones that we might, you know, react to for a video at some point in time, too. So, <laughs> uh, be on the lookout yeah. for that stuff. So, uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, my name is Nostalgia. I'm still by Zoe. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.